0: like it's probably been like (sighs) over a year if not like longer than that um i don't know why i'm just like you know chipotle is chipotle it was really popular when i lived in orange county like i feel like there were always chipotles like every like five minutes and san diego they're not um, they're kind of popular. Like, they're just not convenient, (laughs) I guess is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, I got Chipotle for dinner, and I got their burrito bowl, and it was really good. Really filling, like, it's a lot of food. And for, I think it was, like, $13, because I got chips, like, it's a lot of food. Like, that's going to be my lunch for tomorrow. I just had to, like, eat all the avocado off but i'm like very full. I have food coma now. So, let's just hope i can get through this. Um a couple of things that i wanted to talk about if i can like actually breathe like <laughs> you know, when you get like really full that it like just becomes hard to breathe. That's my situation right now. Anyway, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. I've been posting a ton of Pinterest content lately. And the reason for that is because I did not realize that people didn't realize that people didn't know about the power of Pinterest. And so with that, I actually created a membership. all about Pinterest. Like, I literally walk you guys through how to set up your account, how to turn it into a business account, how to create pins. I have Pinterest pin templates. I have blog post templates if you're totally new to blogging and don't know how to blog or what to blog about. Um, I walk you through group boards how to write pin descriptions, Pinterest SEO, like literally anything you would ever need to have a successful Pinterest account is in this membership. It's pretty incredible. So I'm going to click, I'm going to click, I'm going to leave the link down below so you guys can check it out. Um, I've gotten really great, reviews so far about people utilizing their Pinterest, um, accounts using some of the things that we've talked about in the membership. And the whole purpose I decided to create a membership was one of two things. For starters, I think that memberships are great for people who just want to get the information that they need and get out of a membership and some people are different places with their Pinterest account some are just starting others have been doing it for a while and maybe just need some tweaks or need to understand certain strategies a little bit more and the second reason is I don't want people to be in the membership for like six to nine months. That's not the point of the membership. I want people, like I said, to come in, extract the information and the knowledge that they need to actually go and apply it to their um, Pinterest account and get out. (laughs) Like, not in a mean way, like, get out. But I'm just saying, like, get what you need from the membership and then you're done. Economically, it makes more sense because the price per month is less than so many other Pinterest courses that I've seen that I've actually taken, where I've spent like up to a thousand dollars on a course. Um, So, having a membership is kind of just like the best of both worlds where you're getting the information, but you're also not paying like a shit ton of money when you could just get what you need and like that's basically it that's your payment so I really enjoy putting together this membership and it's something that I plan to expand on to like I'm adding new content every single week and it's just been really fun for me like I really 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 love creating this type of content so definitely go check it out when you have a moment I'm going to include the link down below um, the platform that I'm u- utilizing to host the membership is called teachable and they have been absolutely amazing if you guys this is not an ad btw I'm not being paid for this, but I really love the platform so much. So if you guys are interest interested in creating your own courses, hosting things like membership sites, um, Teachable is an amazing platform. Any questions or issues that I've had, like they're literally so fast at getting a response. <clears throat> to me, if I contact their customer service and they literally respond to me within a day, and. Everything has just been really smooth, answered all my questions. Like, I'm just really, really impressed with that level of customer service. So anyway, I'm going to shut up now. We're going to talk about fear um, because I actually was just reminded of this story and I might have talked about it briefly Um, And and some past episodes, but there are so many new people, so many new people listening to the podcast that I feel like I need to share this story again because it is so powerful. And I actually had just told this to a friend and they were like, you need to make that a podcast episode. And I was like, I already did. And they're like, do a new one. So here I am. I'm being peer pressured and bullied (laughs) into recording this. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So I want to tell you a little story, story time. So a few years ago, I went to this beautiful little island called Abiza. Ibiza, that's like the Z is pronounced with a th sound, the th, Ibiza, I can't, I'm probably not saying it right. Someone who like you know, is way more sophisticated than me is like rolling around like it's Ibiza, 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 Ibiza. If you're American, it's spelled I-B-I-Z-A. Anyway, it is a beautiful little island off the coast of Spain and it is literally like Las Vegas on crack. It is the most insane place I have ever been in my entire life. They've never seen so many beautiful people do so many drugs. It is insane. People are naked. There's like no rules. It's crazier than like your Coachella. <laughs> Why am I so condescending? It's crazier than Coachella. It's crazy. Ibiza is—you don't sleep. You're up all night. You're drunk the entire time you're there. It's just—it's an—it's inc- an incredible, beautiful island. But you don't even get to enjoy it because you literally sleep all day. Anyway, so I'm—we're at this island. I went backpacking through Europe with four other girls. That's a whole other podcast that, like, I can talk about that experience. It was really fun. Would I do it again? I would go with, like, maybe one other person, two other people at most. But I think when you have, like, four girls, it becomes, like, a gang mentality. So it's, like, two girls against the other two. Or, like, three girls against one girl. It just gets sloppy. It gets messy. It's not a a fun situation. But it was a good trip. Like, I'm really grateful that I went on it. So, basically, Ibiza is this, like, small, beautiful island. There's Paris Hilton did a residency there. A lot of famous DJs do residencies there. Um, We saw Armin Van Buren when we were there. At, like, this outdoor pool. Club situation It was incredible But anyway we rented Airbnbs When we were traveling through Europe And the Airbnb that we rented For This Part of our trip Was above a Gay night bar Night bar night club Slash bar it wasn't a club club But it was like A bar that Was like More than a bar, but less than a club. I don't know what the in-between is, but it was really cool. Like, the location was honestly perfect because we were close to all of the restaurants, coffee shops, like, markets. Just, like, everything that we needed was in close proximity. Like, everything was a short cab ride away. But probably my favorite part about where we stayed in Ibiza was... We were probably 500 feet away from one of the edges of the island. So my favorite thing to do was to grab a coffee, grab a snack. I think I ate lunch there a couple of times and just sit on the edge of the the island and watch the ocean and to the right of like where I could see like the curvature of the island I saw these like really beautiful cliffs that were a little bit higher than where I was sitting um and I was like those look like so much fun and like you could tell like people were staying like laying out jumping just like having a really fun time and I was like that looks really cool like I should definitely try to get to that and just, like, take a look. And there's also, like, a castle. So I really wanted to, like, go to these cliffs. And one of the things about being an only child is, like, you're used to your alone time. So being with, like, three other girls, like, I did not have my alone time, which was kind of, like, it was a lot. So they decided to go on, like, this cruise. It wasn't a booze cruise, but it was, like, I mean, I guess let's just call it what it was. It was a booze cruise, and I was, like, and it was during the day, and I was, like, I just think I'm gonna hang out here, so I went and got some lunch. I got a juice and a water, and I started walking, and Obviously, it's an island, so it's, like, hard to get lost, <laughs> and it's a small island, so I just started walking, and I was, like, walking in the general direction that I thought that I needed to be in um, to get to these cliffs, and so, yeah, it took me about two hours, get to where the cliffs were I had to go through these like markets and up this giant hill through a neighborhood where like most of the locals lived like down cobblestone streets and like it was a lot so I finally made it to the cliffs and there were like people drinking eating laughing laying out on these like big big beach towels and I like instantly felt nervous and kind of uncomfortable because I didn't know anyone there. And I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? I was by myself. I felt like a loser. I didn't have a beach towel. I didn't have snacks. Like it was just me. And I was like, whatever, like I will be fine. So I just like walked to the edge of the cliff and then this like guy approached me and he had this like broken English and he was like, you jump, you should jump. And I was like... I looked at him and I don't know if it was the sunstroke, the heat stroke, (laughs) or if it was like just the fact that like traveling opens you up to so many different experiences or just like the fact that I had just walked two miles and after the last like three or four days, I was like looking at these cliffs wanting to go jumping. But I just like looked at him and I was like, okay, so don't do this. But I gave him my phone and and my bag and I didn't bring like my credit cards. I like literally just brought enough cash to like get food and stuff. And like I had 10 extra euros for like a cab. Um, But I took off my shorts and tank top and like walked to the edge of the cliff and I just jumped. I just jumped. I didn't think about it. I just went. And I remember like my feet, I had my, my sneakers still on because like to climb up the cliffs, like you could cut your foot and it would just like not be a good situation. But so, um, and everyone wore their shoes. So I kept my sneakers on, but I remember like my feet hit the water first and then it felt like the ocean just like swallowed my body. Like as I kept falling, like deeper and deeper and deeper into the water and like I didn't want to open my eyes because the water was so salty so I knew if I opened my eyes I was going to get salt in my eyes and that would just like burn so I had my eyes closed all I could see was black and it was like all of my senses just like turned on at that moment like I all I could hear was like complete silence I could feel like how cold the water was. All I could see was black. Like, I just felt like I was sinking into like a, like, just felt like I was being sucked in. But for whatever reason, I wasn't scared. Like, I didn't feel like I wouldn't start to freak out. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I reached the surface, obviously. And I came back up and I just like remember taking this like giant breath of air and like I could feel it like filling my lungs and then just kind of like spread throughout my entire body. Like I don't know if you've ever taken a breath like that where you can just like feel oxygen just circulating throughout your whole body but that's what that first breath felt like and I could like taste the salt from the water my eyes kind of burned and like I felt like the sun like on my back and it was just like this so such an invigorating experience and so I kind of I obviously like swam to the side of the cliff and I started to like pull myself out of the water and climb back up and as I was climbing back up, I was like grabbing onto rocks and like the side of like the earth. <laughs> and I scraped my knee and like I kept hitting my elbows and like I kind of cut like the side of my hand on like a really sharp rock. And I don't know for whatever reason, I like turned around and I like looked like at how far I had jumped and I, my knees kind of began to shake and like my heart was racing a little faster. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I really jumped so high. Like, I can't believe I did that. And so when I reached, when I got to the top, like, the guy was, like, standing there. And he was like, you American girls, (laughs) like, you are so crazy. And then he was like, oh, like, do you want to go again? And he's like, this time, like, come with me. And I just kind of was like, okay, like, I'm down and so we walked to the edge of this cliff and this was the same spot that I had just jumped from like less than 10 minutes ago and I looked over and I was like my stomach dropped my knees were shaking I didn't know if I wanted to laugh or if I wanted to cry and I like couldn't understand like why I was so terrified of doing something that I had done just like, maybe less than 10 minutes ago, like, what was new, like, I already knew what to expect and what to anticipate, and this is, like, one of those moments where, like, time kind of, like, is funky, and I just remember, like, looking out into the ocean, and to the right, like, there was nothing but ocean, like, for miles and miles and miles, like, you could not see where the ocean stopped and like land began and then to the left like I happened to see like it curved around like the, the other side of the island and like I could see our apartment building and like where I used to go and like sit and eat lunch and it was like the cliff that I had sat there and watched for days like wondering if I would ever get to where I was standing at that exact moment and I just realized, like, what I was feeling was fear. Like, I was feeling fear in that moment. And I had latched onto fear, like, as I was climbing up the cliffs for my first jump. Because, like, everything was starting to set in of, like, what I had just done. And fear was that thing that's, like, and not to be cliche, but, like, fear is literally holding me back at that point from jumping off this cliff just like fear holds us back from doing so many things in our life and even though I knew that I would be safe because I had just done this like less than 10 minutes ago like I knew what to expect I knew how far I was going I knew what it was gonna feel like like the hesitation the back and forth in my head the sweaty palms the rapid heartbeat the tightness in my chest like it could all be over if I just jumped at that moment, right? And so, like, the foreign guy <laughs> looked over at me and he's like, are you ready? And I just, I nodded and then we jumped. And and that's the thing that I learned that I always look back on whenever I'm feeling fear is, like, that moment of, like, jumping off of those cliffs in Ibiza and how invigorating it felt and how I needed to do that and even though I was feeling fear in that moment like I just went and I did it anyway and that's the thing about fear is that it keeps us small it's going to produce all of these intense emotions and and those like physical like literal physical symptoms like sweaty palms and rapid heartbeat and all of that but That's the thing about fear is it is we mistake it for actual living, but living doesn't feel scary or anxiety producing or constricted or like there's always this hesitation about what your next move is. It doesn't living doesn't feel calculated like that. And so we know what we want. And we know how to get it. In life, but usually it's fear that's playing this like little game in our life, right? Like I knew if I jumped what the outcome was going to be, like I was going to be okay. But I was playing this like game in my head of like, what do I do? Do I jump? Do I go? Do I not go? And you just kind of like ping pong back and forth. And that's the thing is like living feels expansive. Living feels fun and wild and brave. And those are not feelings that fear reproduces. And when I jumped in that water, like those were all of the things that I felt. I felt expansive. I felt like I was having fun. I felt invigorated. Like I could just feel my entire body and I was so tapped into being present and in the moment. And it's knowing that even if you jump and you go plummeting into this dark, murky water that you'll get to the surface again. And so fear is boring. It keeps us small. It keeps us right where we're at. It keeps us looking at our dreams, but never actually making the jump and so that's why I say, fear, like break up with your fear because it is so freaking boring. It keeps you where you're at and you're never able to move forward when every decision that you're making isn't out of love, it's out of fear. And I know Mar- Marianne Williamson said this, and it might have come from A Course of Mir- Miracles where there's like fear or decisions only come from one of two places either fear or love. And you have to make the decision to, to lead with love. And even if you do make a decision or you're feeling fear, make a commitment to yourself to always return back to making decisions with love. So don't confuse the feelings of fear with the feelings of living and that's all that I've got. (laughs) I feel like I rambled on a little bit, but I hope that that story was, like, interesting, and you were able to see, like, the larger analogy of it all, because I do think that that's so, so important. So, I will see you guys back next Wednesday for a new episode of Let's Get Into It. In the meantime, if you liked this episode, like this episode, If you like the episode, <laughs> um, please give it a review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's a rating or an actual written review. It helps the podcast so, so, so much. And I love hearing your guys' feedback about what type of content you like, what episodes really resonate with you. So feel free to always reach out to me to, at info at livingbreely.com or you can find me on Instagram at livingbreely. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Be kind, be well, be grateful, love you, mean it. Bye.